Welcome to today's edition of the Author's Corner, brought to you by KNEO 91.7 FM, The Word, and I'm Roberta Foster. Today I welcome Gary Chapman to Author's Corner, and he has written the book Five Traits of a Healthy Family, which is published by Northfield Publications, and he'll tell you more about how to find that at the end of the program. In the event you're not familiar with him, let me tell you a little bit about Gary Chapman. He is an author, speaker, pastor, and counselor, and has a passion for people and for helping them form lasting relationships. Chapman is well-known marriage counselor and director of marriage seminars. The Five Love Languages is one of his most popular titles and has still remained on the bestsellers list continuously since 2007. And Gary has been directly involved in real-life family counseling for more than 30 years, and it's a privilege having you with us today, sir. Well, thank you, Roberta. It's great to be with you. Well, you know, people tend to appreciate advice from someone who has been in their shoes. So in the book, you describe the early years of your marriage as being miserable. That's a pretty strong word. But how did you change things and what steps did you take to make a difference in your journey as a newly married man? Well, what really changed my heart and my attitude and really the heart was had to change first. Mm-hmm. is when I said to God, I don't know what else to do. I've done everything I know. It's not getting any better. In fact, I think it's getting worse, and I don't know what to do. And as soon as I said that, there came to my mind a visual image of Jesus on his knees washing the feet of his disciples, and I heard God say to me, that's the problem in your marriage. You do not have the attitude of Christ towards your wife. Hit me like a ton of bricks. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> because I remember what Jesus said. He said, you call me teacher, and you're right, but in my kingdom, the leader serves. And I knew that was not my attitude. You know, Mm. my attitude had been something like, look, if you listen to me, we can have a good marriage, you know. (laughs) So anyway, God changed my heart. I I apologized to God and accepted his forgiveness and asked him to give me the attitude of Christ. And I started asking my wife three questions, and it made a radical difference. They're simple questions. Honey, what can I do to help you? Mm. Second question, how can I make your life easier? Third question, how can I be a better husband? Mm-hmm. And when I was willing to ask those questions, she was willing to give me answers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and our marriage began to change. <laughs> About three months later, she started asking me those three questions. Okay. So, yeah, I think that's why in the book, you know, that we're talking about uh, the five traits of a healthy family, I put as number one, in a healthy family, there's an attitude of service, serving each other. The husband serves the wife. She chooses to serve him. They serve the children. Mm. Then they teach the children how to serve each other, and eventually how to serve mom and dad. And then we take it outside the family. In a Christian family, in a healthy family, there's an attitude of service. Amen. Uh, one of the things that you've you've talked about is, you know, the husband the father uh, eventually leading their family. And so speak to us about the fact that um, this leader image sometimes is very confusing in the family. Uh, What is a true father leader? Well, you know, many times I think people have given contemporary examples when the Bible says the husband's the head of the wife as Mm -hmm. Christ is the head of the church. And they say, well, what that means in our culture is he is the president she is the vice president, Mm -hmm. (laughs) or he is the general. He tells her what to do. Mm. No, 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 Mm -hmm. no. (laughs) Jesus is the model. It says he is the head of the wife as Christ is the head of the church. What did the head of the church do? 
he died for the church. <laughs> so it's it's an attitude of service. So he takes the leadership mm-hmm. in reaching out to serve his wife. And I found this, I, when a husband does that, most wives eventually will reciprocate. As I said, it was about three months before my wife started reciprocating mm-hmm. <laughs> because of all the hurt and the pain. But I think when we take the lead in serving her, you know, asking her questions like I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. and then, and then you know, uh, we, we get the concept. He's the leader. Many wives have said to me, I just, I wish he would take the lead. I wish he would call mm-hmm. the family together and, and have devotions with us every day. You know, I mean, that's just an example of a way that he can serve and lead. So leading and serving go together. And uh, without the attitude of love, which is the attitude of service, uh, the husband will not be, uh, the, well, the, the family won't be healthy. That mm-hmm. would be an unhealthy part of a family when the husband is not a loving leader. Mm. Well, Gary, unfortunately, our young people today are oftentimes from broken families where there is just one parent uh, leading the household. So what kind of advice do you give to them to find out um, a good example of uh, how to be a good husband, to be a good father? Well, you know, Roberta, that is really why I wrote this book, because so many people have been in my office over the last 30 years and said, you know, I grew up in a dysfunctional family. You know, my father was this, or my father wasn't there, or, you know, mother was this. And I don't, I don't know what a healthy family looks like. So what I'm doing in this book is to try to give a clear picture of what a healthy family looks like and how to have that kind of family. Because we don't have to repeat what we grew up in. Mm-hmm. If we grew up in a dysfunctional family, we don't have to repeat that. And so I hope that folks are going to read this, are going to get a picture of what a healthy family looks like, and then ask God to help them. You know, whatever mm-hmm. changes need to be made where where they presently are and how to have a good family. And I think if young people can read this, you know, before they get married mm-hmm. and have this picture in their mind, this is what a healthy marriage looks like, uh, they're more likely to create one. So that, that's my hope, because I really believe the family is the central unit of any society. Yeah. And uh, when the family is not healthy, then, you know, children grow up. We're struggling with things. But the good news is there's help today for people who grew up in families that were not healthy. And then talk to us about the fact that um, marriages work. It doesn't just, it's it's not just uh, fall in love and everything works out. Um, so some people think that it's an easy way just to get married and everything's going to be fine. But you're talking about the fact that it does take meaningful effort. Absolutely. You know, uh, that in love experience where we have this super, super euphoric feelings for each other has an average lifespan of two years. Mm. We, we come down off that high. And that's when we have to learn, you know, how to love each other. That's why the five love languages, I think, has helped so many people. Because when you lose those euphoric feelings, if you don't learn each other's love language and choose to speak it, you won't have positive feelings. And that mm-hmm. need for love will not be met in your life, emotional love. So, uh, yeah, and it takes work. Uh, if you find out that your spouse's love language is acts of service, uh, that means, you know, you're going to be doing things mm-hmm. <laughs> for their benefit. If it's words of affirmation, you're going to be looking for things where you can genuinely affirm them for what mm-hmm. they're doing. And when we choose to speak each other's love language, and that's why I say love is a choice, that the love language gives you information on what the language they need to hear, but you have to choose to speak it. So, 
Yeah, it, it, it does involve work. But again, it goes back to that attitude of service. Mm-hmm. If you have the attitude of Christ, then it's just a matter of finding out what ways could I serve you that would be most meaningful to you. Mm. You get that going both ways in the, in the couple, it'll, it'll filter down to the children. Amen. Well, we have more to talk about with Gary Chapman regarding his book, Five Traits of a Healthy Family, which is published by Northfield Publishing. And you're listening to Author's Corner. I'm Roberta Foster. Well, we see from the title and what I've just mentioned, five traits of a healthy family. So would you uh, privilege us with uh, what those are? Well, one is what we've talked about, and that is an attitude of service. I put that first because I think it is first. And if we don't have the attitude of serving each other and recognize that we're here to serve. You know, Jesus himself said about himself, the Son of Man did not come to be served. I came to serve. And then he went on to say to give his life a ransom for others. So in in a healthy family, there will be an attitude of service on the part of the husband and the wife, and it will filter down to the children. And then there'll be intimacy between the husband and wife. In the biblical account, God created Eve, instituted marriage, and he said they'll become one flesh. It speaks of deep, deep intimacy. And some people think only of the physical aspect of that, but it's much deeper than that. It's intellectual intimacy. We're sharing our thoughts and feelings and desires with Mm. each other. It's emotional intimacy. We're sharing our emotions with each other, positive and negative. It's social intimacy. We're doing things together with other people. It's spiritual intimacy. It's sharing our journey with mm. God together. And, uh, and then, yes, there is physical intimacy. But you likely won't have that unless you have intimacy in these other areas. Mm. So in a healthy family, there will be intimacy between the husband and wife. And number three, the parents will teach and train the children. And those words, those have, that has to go together. Teaching is using words. Training is using actions. So you tell them what to do, but you also show them. You also do it with them. And as you do words and actions together, uh, you're teaching and training them the principles of living by God's Word. And then, as we mentioned, in a, in a healthy family, husbands will be loving leaders. And we never separate those two words, loving leaders. And then number five, in a healthy family, children will obey and honor their parents. So pa- parents often say, well, Gary, how do you get children to obey? Well, first of all, Anytime you make a rule, tell them the consequences if they break the mm. rule. That's what God does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So if you say we don't throw the ball inside the house, we throw the ball outside but not in the house. And if you break this rule and you throw the ball inside the house, the ball has to go in the trunk of the car for two days. Okay. Mm-hmm. And if you break something, we'll have to pay for it out of your allowance. Okay, now you know and they know what the consequences are. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to get mad. You can just say, oh, Johnny or Mary, remember the rule? We don't throw the ball in the house. Mm-hmm. So you know what has to happen, right? And they're nodding their ha- head and probably start <laughs> crying. You say, okay, well, let's walk out and put it in the trunk of the car. And I don't know what the vase cost that, that was broken, but we'll have to start taking it out of your allowance and pay for it. But listen, I love you so much. You know, you usually keep the rules, and I'm so proud of you. You know, you wrap mm-hmm. the discipline in love. You don't yell and scream at them. You know, mm-hmm. I told you not to do that. You know? right. <laughs> and and if, you, if you give the consequences when you give the rule, chances are you're going to follow the consequences and you won't overreact or underreact because you already know and they know what the consequences is. Mm-hmm. So in a healthy family, they do come to obey you. And if they come to obey you as children, they will honor you as they get older. Mm. 
Well, thank you for the explanation of those uh, five traits and uh, how helpful it can be if we all follow those in our family. And so uh, I'm talking with Gary Chapman about his book, Five Traits of a Healthy Family. So Gary, tell our listeners how people can find out more about this book and your others. They can go to the website, fivelovelanguages.com, the number five, fivelovelanguages.com. And they can see a description of this book, and also almost all of my other books are also uh, shown there and available there. And, of course, you can also order them from Amazon. Okay, then. So the book is called Five Traits of a Healthy Family. Steps that you can take to grow closer, communicate better, and change the world together. And we certainly thank Northfield Publishing for giving us a copy of the book to talk about. And, Gary, it's been a real pleasure talking with you again today. Well, thank you, Roberta. Keep up the good work of sharing uh, good news with people. God bless you. So if you missed any part of today's interview or would like to hear it again, our listeners can find it on your favorite podcast platform or KNEO.org. And to our listeners, thank you for tuning in. This is Roberta Foster on the Author's Corner. Join us again next time. God's Word speaks truth. God's Word speaks life. And God's Word speaks to us today. Hi, I'm Pastor John Marins of the Granby Christian Church. Each week we explore God's Word together on In the Shadow of Your Wings, a radio broadcast on KNEO. Tune in each Saturday at 6.45 p.m. to hear the show. And if you ever miss it, you can always view the archive online at KNEO.org. We also have the program available as a podcast as well, so you can listen anytime, anywhere. It's available from Sky High Podcast Network. I invite you to check out the show and learn more about our incredible God and how He cares for you. You can trust Him. You can depend on Him, and you can rest in the shadow of His wings. 